young hummer. Hey. Hell yeah! Welcome to it! This is what we're starting with today. Fucking deal with it. Turquoise G. The fact that they haven't went platinum yet is disgusting. I know. Who's that one? Flint Flossie? Young Hummer? Whatchamacallit? The white guy. The one that acted like Justin Timberlake. Go grab my belt. Yeah, that guy. Slick Mahoney. Slick Mahoney. <laughs> All right, now I gotta hear Slick Mahoney. Jesus fucking Christ. I thought I was gonna have a good day, but. Just, oh, just, hell. As yeah. soon as the first note hits, I gotta play the video for you so you can see what's going on. back, baby. <laughs> the random girls they just picked up off the street and was like hey y'all want to make 25 bucks yeah <laughs> look at this <laughs> that's like a the most it's the most non-assuming fucking white dude you've ever seen he's got them sally jesse Raphael glasses <laughs> on <laughs> he just he just looks like a normal dude but right. he is fucking getting it I love the music behind every one of these. Oh, I know. It's so good. <laughs> he looks like he's like an insurance adjuster or some shit, like, but then he does this on the weekend trying to get popular or something. Man, during the weekend. Hi, my name is Timothy. I'll be taking your call today. <laughs> Thank you for calling. <laughs> I fucking hate my job. He's... He's Derek Mahoney, 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, but on Saturday and Derek. Sunday, Slick come out. Slick Rick. They call me Slick. They call me Slick for short. Like, what the fuck? You're not Slick, motherfucker. Get out of here. I've got, I've got one more for you that I, that I, I, I sampled something from you so I could create this. I think you'll like it. Made that just for you. <laughs> Sitting over here typing some shit up. I was like, "Hey, do me a favor. Hit, hit me with a with a goddamn young blood, real quick." I he's thought like, we were just doing a quick sound check. He's like, "Okay." I'm I didn't like, know hey. I was getting getting used, <laughs> getting introduced, and putting yeah. in a fucking song. That's recorded. That's gonna be on the internet forever. Love it. That's gonna be so when we finally do the Whitewater Himalayan Jesus album. Fuck. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, be our like intro. The last song at the very end. There's gonna be like five seconds of silence, and then you're just gonna hear "Goddamn Young Blood." You know, like uh, like Amir did in that one song where it's just fucking metronome for a minute, and it's the guitar. Like you just hear the strings. You don't hear yeah. any amplifiers. Yeah. It's just the strings. <laughs> you're just gonna hear metronome. Ding 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 ding. Goddamn Young Blood. Do you remember that song they had? Uh, was it called Word of Intulo or some shit? What the fuck? And all he says is, we're all gonna fucking die. <laughs> like, that's it. That's that's the lyrics to the song. <clears throat> what album was that on? Um, speaker Shitter. Speaker Blog. Speaker of the Dead. 
Speaker uh, speaker box. Uh, speaker a, box. Speaker box is a fucking <laughs> outcast album. I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> speaker of the day. Oh god. Um, last week we had uh, the homie Making on here, and Making got to talking, and we got to talking, and we got to talking. We did three. Can we talk some more. Fucking hours. Was a, yeah, long ass. Episode. I was like, can I go? I want to go to bed. Like All I don't right. even go to bed, but I wanted to go to bed. I was tired. It was a good episode, though. I had fun. Yeah. Making, Making's coming back. Yeah. Supposed to be doing a part two. Part we've got, two. We didn't even get to, like, the juicy shit. Like him right. doing backflips in the middle of a fucking concert. Oh, mosh God, pit yeah. type shit. We jumping didn't get to over, any of that. Jumping over the fence. No help. <clears throat> Going back to music real quick. Like a wild animal. Shout out to the Ghost Inside for having that wreck they had back in, when was it, 2015, I think? It was 2014, a while ago, yeah. something like that. So their tour bus collided with a semi, killed both the drivers, fucked them up bad. Drummer lost a leg, and they released a song a few days ago called uh, "Aftermath." Mm-hmm. You sent it to me. It was God, fucking it was nasty. so good, so fucking good. <clears throat> All five band members. And all members of the crew are alive and currently being treated for their injuries. I'm pretty sure every one of them had at least one broke leg. Uh, and like I said, the I drummer mean, you crash lost with a fucking leg. semi. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, and you think about it, you're you're on a tour bus. You ain't strapped down to shit. Right. So you're In just a bunk bed. flying. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking terrifying. I want to be on a tour bus someday. But the, but dude, just the fucking drummer. I can't get over that. Lost his leg, his right leg. And she still play with him? Yes. No shit. He's got a uh, what is it? The fabricated leg. Yeah. And all the double kicks in there. That was all him. No shit. Yeah. How fucking cool. Yeah. Shout out it to that so guy. Good. Did you watch the video or just hear? No, the song? I just listened. Oh, to the song. dude, the fucking video is fucking made me tear up. Oh hell! Oh, I'll God, have to watch good. it. <laughs> so good. I haven't seen a video that made me tear up since Coheed and Cambria came out with that fucking Domino the Destitute. You remember that shit? Oh, God, that was a His good brother one. Was a bank, that was a great he video. He was a bank robber or some shit. Yeah. It was like one last job. And they were his boxers. His brother dies or something. I was like, fuck this. His, his brother was a boxer, real famous, and yeah. got all into the got into mafia or some shit like that. And him and his brother both got their asses capped at the end. Oh, that was a good video. That was a wild video. Such a good video. Check it out. Spoiler alert. Domino the Destitute. It was like 10 years old. Fuck. It's also like a 10-minute long song. Really. Yeah. If you're not into that. Fuck you. If you don't chew oh, big red, good. then fuck you. So, um, I've got, I've got a, I've got a bit of a, a, a bit of a review that I typed out for that album that you had me listen to. The, yeah. um, Ocean Avenue by, uh, Yellow Cod. Yellow Boy. So, um, it's, it's a bit and I'm, I'm terrible at reading out loud, but I'm going to read it anyway. Because I wrote it, and it's fucking true. Tenacious D. Anyway, oh. <laughs> uh, so um, that was, uh, when did it come out, 2003? 2003, yeah. 2003. It was one of those albums that, like, <coughs> everybody fucking knew. Oh, God, yeah. Ocean. Everybody I mean, owned it. The, the single was huge. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it still is. You still hear it. Oh, yeah. You still hear people playing it and shit. God, yeah. Um, but... I'd listen, I I had that album back then, 
and I listened the fuck out of it back then. And I listened mm-hmm. to it. When you said listen to it, I was like, all right, cool. And then I played the first song. I was like, fuck yeah. Second song, fuck yeah. Third song, fuck yeah. yeah. And it's like just so on and so forth. Was there 10, 11 songs on there? Uh, something like that. Something like that. Well, It's up there. They put a lot on it. I was pretty fucking excited to listen to it again because it's a good album. Yeah. And uh, I, I wrote a little bit of a review and uh, I came up with a playlist on here as well. And who the fuck is that chick on the cover? I think it was one of them sisters. Her name's Samantha. I think it was the singer's sister. So I might be way the fuck wrong about that. <laughs> it's like one of them's mom. I swear it was the singer's sister. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about any of the songs. And you know, like you guys fucking know, I'm terrible with lyrics. But um, I'm I'm just basing this off of like the melodies of the singer and the guitar mm-hmm. player and the drummer. You know, just the overall feel of the music. Uh, I'm not good with lyrics in the first place. I don't know a whole lot of lyrics to songs. Yeah. So I would have to, like, sit down, which the next album that you give me, I'm going to sit down with the lyrics while I listen to it. Good, because there's some yeah. lyrically good shit on this album. Um, But uh, I got I got the impression that he's, like, really fond of his dad or something. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's trying to fuck him or no. But uh, so uh, uh, fuck what was I going to say? Son of a bitch. Oh, I listened to it twice while I was in here fucking with the room and, like, finishing the walls and stuff. It's on the walls. And then once when I was, like, driving to Franklin or something, and then I listened to it again today. So, I mean, I got, you know, four full playthroughs of the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And uh, this is my review. I'm going to take a drink first. I need to take a piss. God damn it. Why did I start this without (laughs) taking a piss? (laughs) Fucking stupid. All right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Fuck you guys, it's not me. They have a fucking violin player. <laughs> That's their gimmick. Whether you want to admit it or not, it is what it is. However, much like Shrezzers, Shrezzers is that motherfucker, that group with the fucking saxophone player. Much like Shrezzers, the dude is talented as hell. And in no way whatsoever does the band overshadow him or does he take up too much of the spotlight. They know what the fuck they're doing at all times and they complement each other very well. <sighs> Part two, with that out of the way, let's talk about music. Early 2000s pop punk bands were a dime a dozen, so it was harder for anyone in particular to stand out from each other, thus the fucking gimmick. But, let me be clear, Yellow Card is on another level. They found a formula and stuck to it like the Detroit Lions stuck to losing football games. (laughs) The only misstep, I'm a Detroit Lions fan so I can say that, the only misstep I notice is kind of a personal preference thing. The first three songs hit hard with fast tempos, uplifting melodies, and catchy choruses, but song number four slows it down and kind of kills the momentum and my boner. Uh, But by no means is Empty Apartment a bad song. The entire album from start to finish is full of bangers. Or should I say smangers? Oh, Oh, shit. Can we get Finn Fossey on the podcast? Jesus Christ, please. Is that a possibility? What's happening? (laughs) Ha ha ha. At least you know. (laughs) (laughs) The entire album from start to finish is full of smangers. Every single track is a hit in its own way. In fact, and here's some facts for you because I looked this up on Wikipedia. The album was certified platinum and sold a total of 1.8 million copies worldwide. That seems like not a lot to me. Yeah, but given the target audience and the time, Mm -hmm. that's a lot. Like even like, I mean it's a different crowd, a different genre of music of course, but like even Eminem's shittiest album sold like 11 million copies, you know? Yeah. 
Or maybe it was six. But everybody was buying that. Everybody, yeah. yeah. The album was included at number 50 on Rock Sound's The 51 Most Essential Pop Punk Albums of All Time list. BuzzFeed included the album number 27 on their 36 pop punk albums you need to hear before you fucking die list. (laughs) Actual name. The song Ocean Avenue is also featured on Billboard's list 100 Greatest Chorus of the 21st Century. The only change I would make would be to move track 4 closer to the end or even change the order to 5, 6, and then 4 to help erase that ease that abrupt pacing issue but the album is fucking dope i'm gonna show you what i'm talking about so the very first song this is a playlist that i made on uh spotify it's called Mm -hmm. how ocean avenue should be but the very first fucking song oh yeah oh yeah way away right fucking banger upbeat fast as shit good shit right and then the next song again breathing upbeat fast you know fucking makes you want to beat somebody's ass and then ocean avenue the title track <laughs> and then i changed it to the next song being life of a salesman because i mean it's keeping that pace yeah you know it's keeping everything great and then i changed the next one to only one actually let yeah. me let me let me start back with life of a salesman i'm gonna scoot towards the end real quick and then just listen like from right here and then like fading into the next song, right? That's good shit. And then only one, the next song starts. That's how it is on the album. It's not that way on Spotify. Really? Pull it up. Because it's Ocean Avenue and then Empty Apartment, Life of a Salesman, and then Only One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's not the way that I have it. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying Ocean Avenue, Life of a Salesman, Only One, and then oh, Empty I, Apartment. Oh, I thought you meant that, that Life of a Salesman wasn't before Only One, like right before it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like, move Empty Apartment I, to after yeah, Only One, I got right? You. I got Cause, you. Because once you hear this song, I mean, even everything about it, it slows it down, but not it's not so abrupt, yeah, the, right? and the chorus is one of those choruses that just... Like emotional. I mean, he's screaming it, you know? He's, so you're not, you're not feeling... screaming, but... You're feeling this fucking song. Yeah. Like it, it, it makes you stop and, okay, I'm not punching people anymore. I'm really thinking about what's going on. His, the feeling of the song is different. His reasons for some of these songs, why he wrote them, yeah. is just so good. Like Life of a Salesman, obviously, about his dad. Yeah. Um, Ocean yeah. Avenue... He said in an, in an interview is actually about their home where they're from in Florida, and like if I could find you now, things would get better. Yeah. Like if I could go the fuck home and right. be home. Like um, only one was actually about they moved from Florida out to California mm-hmm. to be closer to the scene, and he was dating this girl, loved the shit out of her, wanted to be with her, but he left her so he could go do music again. He had actually been in another band before Yellow Card. And had lived in California for a while. That band fell apart and he came home. Yeah. He met this girl, but then he started playing for Yellow Card. And left her ass and Sorry, took off California again. Yeah. That sucks. Poor girl. And now he lives right up the road in Franklin. So. Stop. <laughs> I wonder where, I wonder if she's still around. She's probably like, fuck him. Fucking asshole. Right. I don't give a fuck that he's famous. <laughs> he's like, I don't care about you no more, bitch. I'm famous. Right? I made money off you. But the, I wrote music about your dumb man. That's probably her on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. They got a song on there, Believe. It was about September 11th. Uh-huh. I yep. mean, uh, he just 
that's one of my favorite things about this album is each, each song and a lot of them a lot of these songs on the surface or for real are about relationships mm-hmm. but they're i mean they're fucking hard hitting yeah they get you so listen to this chorus real quick and then we'll go to the next one Right, so you're obviously fucking feeling way more than what you were feeling in the first couple songs. The first uh, couple songs, yeah. obviously, they're you know you're feeling something, but it's not like yeah. that one. And then this is the outro, fades. In. It's like real <laughs> slow, kind of sad, and then you fade into empty apartment. The normal order of it is this plays right after Ocean Avenue. Yeah, and you're like, and it just drops the yeah. fuck off. You're like, bitch, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's that's the only misstep that I found with the entire album. I think the whole album is fucking great. And I wouldn't even consider it a misstep because, I mean, this sounds kind of fucking dumb, but it's a work of art. You know what I mean? Yeah. All yeah. music is fucking art. Right. And an album, and that's the order that they put it in. That's the order they wanted it in because yeah. that's their art. Yeah. But... If I was in that fucking band, <laughs> yeah, like if they chose a saxophone player instead of a violin player as their gimmick. <laughs> but anyway, last last little section here. I highly recommend it to anyone that lived under a fucking rock in 2003 and hasn't heard it. <laughs> and anyone that has definitely owes it at least a replay. I urge all you sad boys and scene girls to straighten your hair, color it cotton candy shades of blue and pink, break out the zebra stripe high top converse Chuck Taylors and checkered patterned skinny jeans and give this bad boy another chance. Nine out of ten, one of my favorite albums of all time. Fuck yes. I need Fucking to do hell uh, for yeah. whenever I do album reviews, I need to do uh, uh, an outro. This has been the Dylan's Dick Sucker Deluxe <laughs> <laughs> and then like an explosion or something. <laughs> Dylan's Dick Sucker Deluxe. You said something about nine eleven. Um the the next album that I was gonna have you do, I've got I've I've got a. Uh, I've got two for you this week All right. because, you know, we, we're supposed to be dealing with Macon, so we'll do two album reviews. But All right. uh, the one that I have for you was going to be Drive by Alan Jackson. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was like, I want, I want something. I want to give you albums that, like, influenced me as a musician, like yeah. things that I grew yeah. up with, you know, when I was really getting into music and yeah. learning about myself, touching myself at night. <laughs> but anyway, uh Alan Jackson Drive was one of them, and then that fucking Toby Keith album. God damn it! I'm oh, embarrassed. One? I'm embarrassed to even fucking say this. It was the, the one that had been uh, Cowboy. I don't know the name of the fucking album, but I had it. I had that, and then that Alan Jackson one. You gotta understand. It's when I first moved to Tennessee. I wanted to fit in. People right? kept calling me Wigger yeah. and shit, so oh, I wanted yeah. to fucking fit in. What the fuck was it? I mean, I come down here listening to Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. They're like, look here, boy. Yeah. We don't listen to that shit. You know, they used to call me Jelly Roll. Now there's a famous rapper named Jelly Roll. Right. Fuck you, yeah. Justin, you fucking I ho- cock. I hope them fuckers all think that's you. I hope they do. <laughs> I hope they're I hope they're fucking eating their own shit at night saying, we should have really been that guy's friend. There was, a, there was a motherfucker named Justin. He looked just like, and that's his real name. Fuck him. I hope he gets shot. Anyway, but... <laughs> He was that type of dude that, like, like I, I grew up being made fun of for being fat. And, like, yeah. I'm the type of dude that always shoots right back because fuck you. I don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah. But he was the dude that, like, never quit. He never took – he didn't give a fuck. I was like, look, he was an asshole. Fucking, he looked like Curious George. <laughs> so I'd call him by Curious George all the time. I called him uh, the kid from Mad TV. That's what he looked like. 
Fuck Pulaski, Tennessee. That place could need a dig. <laughs> By Curious George. By Curious George. The last time I saw him, he was driving around in a beat-up-ass truck without a shirt on. It's like, yep, you fucking... <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> you fucking turned out well. Oh, my. I got more pissed off about that than I should have. Why am I still mad at that guy? Ooh, fuck what me. What was it? What's the name of the album? Greatest Shit. There we go. Big Dog Daddy is the name of... <laughs> Get the fuck Unleashed. Out of here. There it is. Unleashed? Oh, yep. which one was that on? Was that a... I remember that one, yeah. Um, <laughs> Track number two. Who's your daddy? Oh, my God. I had that album, too. Don't feel bad. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, anyway, sorry for that. Sorry for anybody listening. You gotta listen to fucking Toby Keith on this podcast. I bet you never fucking thought, as much as I talk about metal and rap, you never thought you'd hear fucking Toby Keith and this motherfucker. It's good shit, man. Um, do you it used have, to be good shit. Do you have uh, an album review for me? Yeah, from, so, uh, I mean, I didn't, like, I didn't write anything. I thought it wasn't gonna be that formal, so. I didn't think so either, but I, I just, like, really, really enjoyed the album. So I yeah. sat there and typed the shit up today. So the the two albums that you give me for next time we do this, mm-hmm. I'll actually I'll sit down and and write a script out. You're gonna like to go you're gonna really that. like both of them. I changed it up a lot. Uh, since we're doing two, I got to figure out what I want the second one to be. But I think I know what, what I want it to be. Right. Actually, I do. I, I know what I'm gonna give you. But the first one that I was talking about when when you were talking about lyrics and list, actually listening to the lyrics, mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited for you to listen to it because there's a lot of stuff on there lyrically that's just really fucking good and it's it's nothing over the top it's not just like fucking amazing but it's good shit but uh yeah you had me listening to ready to die by notorious big and i fucking loved it nine out of ten and the only reason it doesn't get 10 out of 10 is because i can't relate to any of it (laughs) that's the only reason why and i think that's also why i like it so fucking much selling crack and shit (laughs) i mean that's the thing like i love older rap like from the nineties and yep. shit, I love it. And even some of the the like two thousand to two thousand nine era of rap, even mm-hmm. in there, there's some good shit. That's the main reason why I hate today's music because I grew up on that shit. Yeah, real rap, not whatever the fuck this shit is that's going on now. I, I have a difficult time comprehending. You such a fucking hoe. I love it. Man, mumble rap. I hate that shit. It's the worst. How do you fucking make money doing that? And if so, why am I not? I want to know when it became popular to be a fucking drug addict. Like, selling crack well, was cool too. back in the day. Like, yeah. Well, and the thing about that was it was about struggling and literally doing what you yeah. had to fucking do to survive. Exactly. Now it's like, I'll pop two Zans and i fuck a dude or whatever. <laughs> so, like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on in, in oh my God. today's rap. It's, I don't. It's, it's the worst. It's terrible. <clears throat> and the people that listen to it, it's they're like, hey, have you heard? Th-? I'm like, I'm not even going to fucking try to listen to it because it's just going to piss me off. Like when Tom recommended that Justin Bieber album to me. Yeah. Every single song, it starts off with him going, uh, you know, like the it's so much worse than AFI. fucking thing. Yeah. Like so it, much worse. what it sounded like, that yeah. AFI album where he goes, oh, and every Which is so song. funny to me because AFI's early shit was like, pull up some old AFI. I I, I okay. want I want to see <laughs> So they What album? Um go to all their albums. So they got the the guitarist that they have now came in um 
Okay, you see the guy on the far right with the swept. He's the the size of his he's head. He's the are guitarist that came in, and his yeah. hair is like swept over his eyes. Like yeah. that's exactly what I would expect AFI to look like. Right. And then the dude from Coldplay there on the left. Oh, go down and play that song there. The boy who destroyed the world. Boy who destroyed the world. I like the album. Oh yeah, so like Black Flag. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but. This was on a Tony Hawk's and Pro Skater game. It was. And even before that album, there was some faster, heavier kind of shit. I love this song. Okay, so um, that's the type of shit that I grew up on because of fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yes. No, that, uh, everything that I listen to is because of Tony yes. Hawk and Guitar Hero, right? Absolutely. So, like, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater had old school rap and you know, this type of shit on it. There was a song on the first Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and I, I think the band was The Ernie's, um, and it's the only song I ever listened to by them, but uh, it did this weird shit. It was like, dude, I can't even think of how it goes. It's something like, down in the light or some shit and I, I find I remember it was so like it was a good song I liked it No speaking Cigar of, by Mill and Colin that's a fucking good one speaking of fucking drops I'm saving that but uh oh here we go yep I remember this song Tony Hawk sure know how to fucking pick them I don't know I don't I want to know who did the music for this I bet it was him I got money it, on it. That he uh, it to had to have been the people that they had on there, the, the characters, if you will, playable mm-hmm. characters. Because it I had mean, to have been them. Because uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three or four was it when they introduced Bam Margera? They had CKY yeah. on there. Yeah. I had no idea the connection whatsoever. Oh yeah. Look up. Um, if this isn't the most nineties oh, song, I love this fucking song. This is, I, I imagine I could like, listen to this every fucking day for the rest of my life. I imagine a kid leaving a high school and he's riding yeah, a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. That- <laughs> Like a montage. Perfect, yeah. And he gets home, he's like, oh, what's for dinner? And dad's like, pizza rolls. Oh, cool. Radical. <laughs> Type in the Ernie's. I want to see if you can find that the song. The Ernie's. How do you spell Ernie's? E-R-N-I-E-S. Oh, like the name. I was thinking Here and like, now. That's it, right there. Just the guitar riff in this. I remember this song. Yeah, I loved it for some reason. I don't think they ever... I think that's like the most they did was put this song on Tony Hawk. They only had one album. And then you got that 90s fucking turntable shit. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. (laughs) The guitar. (laughs) That riff, though, that riff always stood out to me. And and that was before I was into playing music. Really? And uh, I just remembered... I remember that riff for so fucking long, and the chorus is... I remember that one riff, and I remember the chorus, and that was it. And uh, somehow I ended up finding out what the name of the fucking song was like a couple years ago or something, and I was like, oh, yes, and I listened to it, and I was like, eh. Wish by Alien Ant Farm. That was a good one. I liked Alien Ant Farm, though. Okay, so I like this Alien Ant Farm. I didn't like the, the other shit they went with. Oh, here's a good one. I'm destroying the world by gutter mouth. You remember that shit? Boing, boing. I think that was on the second one. 
like the way he sings. Forgotten about that song. <laughs> this one wasn't in there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play it real quick. Um, uh, it was a Public Enemy song. I don't remember the name of it. <clears throat> Fuck me. I can hear it playing. I can't think of the fucking words. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh well. Um, anyway, uh, so back to your uh, Notorious Big. I I like it because it talks about, like what we were talking about, rap used to be about literally doing what you had to do to fucking survive. Or maybe not necessarily doing what you had to do to survive, but feeling so fucking trapped that mm-hmm. that was all you could do. Right. And I love that because it's real, right? Yeah. It's, it's not some fucking bullshit made up fucking bullshit. No, it's real. Like... And maybe some of it's just stories that are embellished and that kind of stuff, but it's still probably based off stuff that he either went through or knew people that went through it. And that's what I like the most about it. At the beginning of Juicy, he says, uh, fuck all you hoes, get a grip, motherfucker. (laughs) And then he starts off, he's like, yeah, this album is dedicated to everybody that's ever uh, told me I would never amount to nothing. And then the people that called the police on me when I was selling crack in front of my building (laughs) trying to feed my daughter. And everybody in the struggle. I think my favorite song was uh, Warning. I really liked that one. Man. Let me me pull up this album. I can't remember. Because he's got two or three albums, and I just fucking play them all back to back. But um, Ready for the World. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll be your homework one time. No, not Andrew W. (laughs) The fuck out of here. Stupid ass. I like Gimme the Loop. Oh, yeah. Which one was a warning? Yep, the shit was hot. Who the hell is this? Page of me in the morning. I love how his voice, like you can put him in any song and you'll know exactly who it is. Oh yeah, he his stands voice out. is completely different than any other rapper. Fuck all you Get a grip, yeah, this album is dedicated. To all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. <laughs> to all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the niggas in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all good, baby, baby. Yep. But see, that's what I like about it. I mean, it's... The very first thing you hear about... in the song is, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, and I enjoyed it, you know. Yeah. If I tried to listen to today's rap, hmm. if if you'd have given me an album for that, I'd have walked in here and said, "I ain't doing this shit no more." I don't even I don't even want to pull it up on my Spotify because I don't want it to be in my search yeah, I don't history. Be associated I don't with want it, it to be it's fucking garbage. I don't want it to be recommended to me. It's so manufactured. It's. I mean, that's people, all fucking music people, nowadays. People talk about pop punk being manufactured. Yeah. No, dude, listen to today's fucking rap music. Yeah. Like that shit is. Rough. I, that goes for all music, though, especially like like country music. You want to talk about fucking oh manufacturing country music? It's 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 like it's mass produced, like it's great value fucking Cheetos yeah. or something. Fucking it's horrible. idiots like Luke Bryan and 
I feel like a bunch of them never even listen to country music. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's like they just were like, I might can make some money off doing that right there. Right. So then they started listening to country music. And for some reason, they thought they could do it better or some shit. I don't know. All the, Like, all they do is name drop. Like, they, they'll they say something like, yeah, I know about Waylon. No, you fucking don't. Yeah. You don't even fucking you don't know, know who Waylon is. Shut the fuck up. Sit down, Go snort another line and fuck off. What pisses me off is, like, <laughs> Wheeler Walker Jr., who... And he said it himself, he's going to make the best country music that he can't sell to anybody. Because he talks about, like, fucking people in the butt. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he's, yeah. Finishing on their tits. We listened to, like, a whole... Cameron and Steven had never heard of him. Really? So we listened to, like, a whole Wheeler Walker album the other night. God. And uh, <laughs> they were just giggling the whole time. And they were like, this is, like, really good music. Yeah. But it's bullshit because right, he's fucking yeah. goofy. Fucking... Um, my thing about that is, like, yeah, he makes great country music. But he's not super popular. You know, he's underground because he says cuss words. Fuck off. Get the um, fuck away from me. Oh, what was I about to say? Um, Jason Aldean? Yeah. He, so Sam, you know Sam used to work at Burger King when she was younger. Right? Yeah. Well, he went through the draft. He used to come through the draft through there mm-hmm. every now and then. <clears throat> and he went through there one day, and they fucked up his double cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. And instead of being like, Hey, uh, y'all messed my order up. Can you fix it real quick? Oh, Lord. Or doing what I'd have probably done and been like, fuck it, it's a burger, and pulled off. Yeah. She said he threw a fucking fit, talking about, do you not know who the fuck I am? Just acting like a complete fucking asshole about it. Because I've heard a different story that he's always super nice. Well, I love hearing those stories about how someone is fucking super nice and then hearing this shit about how they're an asshole. Because I'm like, either someone's lying or this motherfucker's lying to a lot of people. His house uh, that he had, he bought it for, I think he bought it for maybe $3 million. A couple years ago, he put it on the market for like $7 million. And it's like, you didn't do that much work to it. First of all, you probably were hardly there because you were on the fucking road. Second of all, it didn't go up that fucking much in value. There's that, no his thing fucking is, way. It's got a name on it now. Exactly. Oh, that's Jason Aldean's exactly. old house. Exactly. That's exactly what it fucking is. <clears throat> so you'll never fucking sell it, dumbass. Oh, he but did. I heard, uh, oh, of course, some yeah. fucking rich California motherfucker. Right. Taking our jobs. But, uh, <laughs> so uh, I heard that there was a girl that we know that, I'll tell you after the podcast, but she yeah. used to cut his hair and said, like, uh, you know, he was always super nice, always tipped her really generously, always really cool. And then uh, one day uh, she said something to him. She's like, are you Jason Aldean? He's like, no, I'm the Easter Bunny. And then he just left. And then she never saw him again. Like. Yeah, see, no. What? There you go. I'm sorry, what? But he was was always super nice until that one time. And then he's got that little man syndrome. Have you seen? He's like that fucking big. Really? He's fucking (laughs) tiny. He's shorter than I am. Little blue fucker. He's like Sean's height. Good Lord. See if you can pull him up. He's tiny. Tiny fucking dude. I'm going to feel like a dumbass if I'm completely like wrong about that. I'm thinking about somebody else and he's like 10 foot 5 or some shit. What did I type in? Hey, how tall is Peppa Pig? Yeah, that's what I want to How know. tall is Mike Bloomberg? How tall is Olaf? How tall is... Who are we looking Shaq. at? Jason Alden. Jason Alden. Jason Bates. Six foot one. Okay, Luke Bryan is 6'0". Blake Shelton's 6'5". I could see his fucking weird-looking, unproportioned ass being Jace six Alden five. is 6'1"? Yeah. Who the fuck am I thinking of, That's got to be bullshit. 
Who am I thinking of then? Short country <laughs> singers, Mel. What the fuck is that? That's some fucking idiot. I forget his name. He I want to know who this is. He had a song that was decent, but it it wasn't country. It did not. I was about to say he looks like uh, Ryan Seacrest, and he looks uh, like Justin Bieber's older brother. Doogie Howser had a kid. <laughs> you know, I mean, I I want to know who this is now. Taste of Country. I can't remember his name. You motherfuckers live in Nashville. That's not country. That's a city. Blake Shel- Blake Shelton used to be good too. Was it Brantley Gilbert that was short? <laughs> he looks like a douche. It could have. He looks like he would fight you over like you spilled his Bud Light on accident and offered to buy him a new one. He'd still try to fight you. Yeah. Now, Chris Stapleton, he's a newer country artist that's pretty fucking good. He's got a good voice, but I hate his music. Really? Yeah. Darius Rucker. Dustin Lynch. That guy looks like a serial killer. He's a fucking sociopath waiting to happen. He looks like he's about to fucking cut people up and keep them in the basement. (laughs) Easton Corbin looks like a car salesman. Eric I can't Church. stand Eric Church. I cannot fucking stand him. In Florida, Georgia line, they're not. They shouldn't blows. be listed in the fucking country page. No. They should be listed in pop. Look at Garth Brooks, dumbass. I hate Garth Brooks. Do you really? I like his music, but fuck him. He's such a fucking dickhead. He he's he's interesting. I like Garth. Fucking Hank there Williams Jr. Hunter, Hunter Hayes. Hayes. That's it. Jake Owen. He looks like one of the you know those brothers that do the. Uh, Fuck! What is it called? The brothers that do the uh, the the house renovations bullshit. Oh yeah, that's what he looks like. <laughs> he was it. He had a song Jana called. Kramer. Uh, oh shit! Hello. He Jake Owen was the one that did that barefoot blue jean night shit. I think I'm pretty sure that was him. <sighs> look at Jason LD. I like. He cocaine. looks like such a dumb fuck. Like, look, <laughs> go back up. Look at the picture of him for a minute. Oh man. The fact that Johnny Cash is so low on this page kind of pisses that's, me off. Yeah. That's Casey Musgraves. She's not oh, fuck her. I saw Kane Brown with Chris Young. Kane Brown, in my opinion, not country, but goddamn, he's got such a good voice. I like his story. Like yeah, his, his story yeah, absolutely. Is cool. I like him. Kelly Pickler wasn't Keith she? Urban. Why wasn't the she fuck? on uh, um, American Dad? She was American uh, Idol. Same thing. Same fucking thing. <laughs> Don't you dare disrespect American Dad like that. <laughs> Lady Antebellum, isn't that a part of the brain? the fuck is going on antebellum was like there's so many of these that i've never even like heard of pre-civil war or some shit like that pre or post who the fuck is loretta lit no i'm just kidding oh i was gonna say what <laughs> <laughs> martina mcbride and morris merle haggard dude like... do you know how many albums merle haggard had how many how many albums does Merle Haggard have? Because it was a lot. You know my neighbor that, that mows he my yard? He made albums until he died. My neighbor that mows my yard, you know, he had that uncle, Kenny Vernon, that was a, a big country artist. Yeah. And he used to open up for Merle Haggard and shit all the time. He Merle he Haggard had, a, had 60 studio God albums. God damn. <laughs> 84 singles? I read uh, uh, an article. Somebody posted, I think it was Bree. Bree posted an article the other day about when he died. And she's like, I know the date. I see the date, but I'm still sad. And I read it, and it talked about how when he wrote that song, Oki from Muskogee, hmm. he's like, I didn't know anything about marijuana. He said, I wish I could take that song back, but it was a hit, so I'm not going to complain. But <laughs> <laughs> he said, I didn't know anything about marijuana. I love the shit. <laughs> And then someone asked him, they're like, are you ever going to stop making music? He said, what the hell am I going to do that for? Yeah. I love country music. Yeah. 
Um, I was also going to give you a Merle Haggard album to do, but I couldn't pick one that I liked more than the others. So it was like <laughs> I was going to do like a, a greatest hits album because he's got like two or three. Yeah. No, he's got he's got a bunch of fucking greatest. It hits said albums. he had like twenty something compilation albums. God or something damn! Like, like I didn't see that's that. That's a lot, man. What the fuck? It's a fucking shitload. All right. Um, let's do. Uh, let's do. Are you ready to do your fucking dickhead of the week slash rant for the week? Uh, yeah. All right, man. Whenever you're ready, we're just gonna fucking do it live because we don't need to fucking practice. <coughs> That's right. Stupid ass bullshit. What you got for me? All righty. Hello again, and welcome back to my shit show. Thank you guys for listening. Today I have a nice little conspiracy theory to talk about. But it isn't a fun conspiracy theory. Oh no, friends, this is one born of absolute fucking stupidity. A dude by the name of George Webb is promoting... is Excuse me. Developed this theory, a story that Chinese state-run media is helping to spread. Mattia Banasi is being accused of being patient zero in the COVID-19 crisis, and George backs, up, backs this up with absolutely zero fucking evidence. Ms. Banasi competed in the Military World Games in Wuhan back in October, and that's the only thing that links her to the virus as far as I've been able to find or apparently any other fucking journalist in the fucking universe. She hasn't had any of the symptoms, nor has she ever been diagnosed with the disease. But according to George Webb, there is, and I'm quoting here, a lot of circumstantial evidence, and then there's a source here that I can't reveal. Well, um, what's the fucking evidence? (laughs) What the fuck does this asshole have on these people? What circumstantial evidence? The fact that she was in the fucking city that it broke out in, riding a fucking unicycle or whatever she was competing in a month or two before it became a known thing? So were a shitload of other fucking people. Why her? Where's the link? How did you come to this conclusion? How the fuck did you even find these people? Why am I so angry about this, and why am I ranting about it? Because these people are being harassed, with some comments on the video, which I believe YouTube has removed, saying they should be facing the firing squad, they deserve a bullet to their heads, etc., etc., and the Chinese media is eating the shit up. It's just a way for them to point fingers at other people. Oh, no, 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 it didn't start here. The Americans brought it to us while they were playing their fun-time military games. Give me a fucking break. Fuck you, George Webb. Fuck your video. You have put a family's life at risk, stating you have evidence that this lady is the reason for this shitstorm, and yet you offer nothing substantial to back up your claim? What a fucking joke. It's one more washed-up white bastard's attempt to get in the spotlight, and somehow he picked these people to be the butt of his joke. Circumstantial evidence and a source you can't reveal. You're fucking trash. Let's get back to funny shit. This shit just pissed me off all over again. This has been Topics with Timmy Joe. This shit never gets old. I love playing that. Fucking idiot. I don't I don't understand. He's got circumstantial evidence or whatever the fuck. Was he there? Yeah, what the fuck? I mean... So, in an interview with CNN, he was saying some shit about how he spoke... His, his source that mm-hmm. he can't name, that he basically named without saying the person's name apparently works at a hospital that they're claiming this lady works at and that she had got diagnosed with coronavirus 
I mean, but that's 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 against uh, HIPAA. Like you can't reveal that information. So there's that. There's the fact that she got diagnosed, but how did they test for the shit before it was a thing? Because nobody was looking nobody, for that. Nobody knew it was a thing. I don't even think they had a test for it. Did they, they didn't. They had they like have, they I'm had like sure. coronavirus. Yeah. The 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 uh, generic broad term for it they had ways of determining it was that but not this strain it's a whole new animal so the guy the the story that's been told that's kind of been hushed was the fact that uh there was a doctor in china in wuhan wuhan whatever that um he was saying something about he was the one working on trying to find the cure for the virus Hmm. and he fucked up and this is, he was, like, explaining what he did wrong, and he got the virus himself mm-hmm. trying to come up with a cure for it. That's what – that's the the biggest one that I've heard. And, uh, you know, the other one, of course, of the the dude eating the bat, which turns out was not true. But, yeah, I mean, the memes are funny. Yeah, right. Yeah. Saw something that said, uh, I'm over here trying to deal with February not having a Valentine, and here's somebody across the world's eating fucking bat soup. That shit was hilarious. The uh, the Ozzy Osbourne memes about it the <laughs> fucking light of my life. The fucking anything. It was like, if you ever been to Detroit and swam in the river, you're immune to the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, or if you those. ever went to the fucking the Muse in Nashville. But you, so it, it kind of comes right back around to the, I think it was the last uh, segment that I did about do your fucking research. Look shit up and figure it out. I wish I could I wish I could find the original video because I want to find out how he came to this fucking conclusion, how he knows these people. So what you the said fuck. the video that you saw, you said it's been removed by YouTube? I saw a few videos, but the best one I saw was an interview on CNN where they interviewed that dumb fuck and they also interviewed the Benassi family. Yeah. And the original video that he posted, I believe YouTube removed it. I couldn't find anything about it. And an article that I was reading was saying that YouTube was trying to get rid of it because people were literally commenting on the video talking so, about they're so going to go fucking kill them and all this Ooh. shit. And that's another thing. There was a family in Utah that got, um, when, when it first was coming out in the United States, there was yeah. a family somewhere in Utah that uh, they got they got diagnosed with it, so they shut themselves up in their house, and they were getting fucking death threats. People saying they're going to come fucking kill them and all this shit. And it's like, what the fuck we're, is we're wrong? We're doing with what people? we're fucking told to do. We're do, we're quarantining. Yeah, I wish somebody would fucking threaten me over some dumb right? shit like that. Like, fucking stupid. I'll man. give you the address. Fucking dumb. People are fucking idiots. People. Are, I mean, people have really really showed their ass this whole time that this shit is going oh, down. Oh, God, yeah. And then there's people like our group of friends that are like, yeah, man, if it happens, you know, it happens. I'll do whatever steps take necessary. Yeah. We're do doing the best do we then. can to fucking quarantine, but Tori's essential, so, I mean, yeah. what the fuck am I going to do if she gets it? Exactly. I'm fucked. These fucking people that are protesting uh, um, um, the quarantine, have you seen this shit? Yeah. People what in Texas. The Neo-Nazis. The, the Michigan what governor. What the fuck? So You're out there calling yourself a that, patriot and you're holding up a fucking poster of a swastika? Get the fuck out. My thing about that is uh, the the media is like, not to say that there aren't Nazis, but I think the media is blowing it up. There's probably like four Nazis and some dude named Greg was like, let's get together and fucking. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's the fucking case. But my biggest argument with that is the fucking, the people that are protesting this shit. 
that are getting together in big groups and whatnot. Yeah. There was a group in Kentucky a few weeks ago, and Kentucky, wherever, whatever town it was, the fucking coronavirus cases just went way the fuck up. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I'm sure somebody's going to be on here trying to say I'm a dumbass for believing figures, but whatever, you know. Yeah, that and, like, the people that are holding up the signs that say uh, the coronavirus is fake, but they're wearing masks. What what the fuck is that? What, What? COVID-19 is fake, a lie. If it's fake, then why are you wearing protection? Yeah. Um, God. I'll, I'll tell you about it after the podcast because okay. uh, I can't talk about Tori's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. Fuck. It's, it's, it's a good point for this, but um, let's get back to some more funny shit. Um, your homework for this week is going to be um, the album. Uh, God damn it. I got to look up the name. Fuck. Pause, please, because I'm a fucking dumbass. Okay, so I've got two albums for you, okay? And they're yep. both, like, uh, compilation, greatest hits type things. All right. And um, where the fuck is it? There he is. Hey, friend. So the first one is called... Shit, that's not it, motherfucker. I can't find it. Is it Narco? <laughs> Okay, I'll just give you the other one while I'm looking for this one. The first one is going to be um, We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll by Black Sabbath. And uh, there's a 2014 remaster on Spotify. It's pretty fucking good. All right. Um, And then uh, For the Record, The First Ten Years by David Allen Coe. All right. So... When you listen, uh, I'm giving you different shit because last week I gave you a rap one. And uh, I'm giving you different shit. I've given you two because we might not do this again for another two weeks because Macon's supposed to come back. Yeah. Um, But if we do and you can only make it through one of them, that's totally cool. We'll just do one. But I wanted you to – these the the David Allen Coe one, like he's got a lot of music. Mm -hmm. But I can't really say that there's a whole lot of them that influenced me. Because uh, they're on different albums, of course. I'm just yeah, giving you his yeah, hits. Yeah. The Ozzy one, I can pick any fucking Black Sabbath or Ozzy album. But I think that uh, We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll like really captures the essence. Yeah. Know, it's a fucking greatest hits album. You can't go wrong with it. Yeah. But I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Because my dad actually had that album, and I wore that bitch the fuck out. So the, the ones that I'm giving you, uh, in, including... Uh, the yellow card one. Here, I, I got them wrote down for you. But uh, the ones I'm giving you are, are ones that I used to listen to all the time because it's what influenced me, like musically. Yeah. And that kind of that kind of shit. Like, so that's why I'm giving you these. It's, it's two more fucking shits from that era. The first one is Story of the Years in the Wake of Determination album. Uh. Which one's the one that I'm thinking of? Page Avenue. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the album that came out right after Page Avenue. I never heard it. Oh, it's so good. Listen to the lyrics. All right. Got some good shit on it. And the second one is Sum 41's Chuck album. All right. Both Sounds good albums. Spooch. God, both great albums. To me. The story behind the reason the <clears throat> Chuck album is named Chuck is fucking awesome. So after you listen to the um, after you listen to the uh, record, 
um, go to YouTube. Well, we'll go there in a little bit. When you get done doing what you're doing, go to YouTube. I want to see if it's actually on there before I tell you. Yeah, go fucking watch the shit that's on there. All right. Type in some 41 uh, in. Type in in. I in. Fuck. Africa. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was trying to spell. Africa. Africa. War Child Canada, some 41 in the Congo, full-length documentary up there. It's 52 minutes long. All right. Watch it. Okay. It's really good. God damn, I got a lot of homework. Um, okay, since you're doing that, I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to give you a movie to watch, but I'm going to. Okay. Um, the original Kings of Comedy. <laughs> oh. Because it's on Netflix. Yes. Um, and John gave me homework. I've got to watch the movie uh, Blazing Saddles because I've never seen it. When, I want to watch that with you when you watch it. It's so fucking good. Right. I bought it on my Xbox because it was $8. I bought two other movies too. I don't remember what they were. Like four or five bucks. Okay, so the next time that we do this podcast, I'm going to have two motherfucking album reviews. Hopefully, anyway. Making. Nothing happens with the making shit. Because I'd like for making to get on here and tell the tell the fucking tales. Right. Especially that fucking house that he had. The good times. There was, uh, there was one night, like, he was bitching at somebody because he was calling his mom hot. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over there, like, on the couch, like, chatting with his mom. And they were like, you're not fucking with Dylan over this. Dylan's the one over there hitting on her. And it was just me and her sitting on the couch. And he, as he looks over, we're both laughing our asses off at something. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what's going on? What? What's the problem? Get the fuck away from my mom. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> we were fucking, because I had no idea. And then he yeah. comes over there and he's, like, yelling. I'm like, bro, what happened? <laughs> poor making um oh anyway thank you guys for listening um once again fucking at least you know comedy show yeah. doing it big hopefully one day we'll be fucking having joe rogan and shit on here but we'll oh, see what that happens would be an interesting fucking conversation i want to be on tom segura's podcast i've had dreams about speaking of dreams i want to tell that story before oh, we go fuck yeah oh, fuck yeah i always have the weirdest fucking dreams so the other night i had a dream that we we're all in new orleans and all of a sudden there comes out like a uh like an amber alert over your phones yeah. and, but it's coming out over the radio and the tv and everybody's phone so everybody's like what the fuck and it says you must evacuate please evacuate <laughs> now so i'm like i'm sorry what yeah. what the fuck is going on fuck so everybody like evacuate. starts screaming and running it's like one of those scenes from like an apocalypse movie Shit from Cloverfield. so uh i'm like okay let's get the fuck out of here so then all of a sudden cameron and steven show up and they're like dude we gotta get the fuck out of here and i'm like oh. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. But uh, so we're, I'm like, okay, okay, let's let's do this. Let's get the fuck out of here. Where do we go? And they're like, hop in one of these Jeeps. We're going to get you out of here. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why do we have a Jeep? So then I get in the Jeep, and we're hauling ass, and we're trying to leave the city, but all the traffic's blocked off. So then I wake up, and I'm like, okay, thank God that shit's over because that was fucking scary. <laughs> I go to the bathroom. I take one of those, like, 10-minute pees where it's, like, your fucking entire liver and stomach and bladder all empty at the same time out of your dick. So, so I take one of those pisses and I was like, damn, that felt good. And like my, my stomach was fucking feeling weird after it. Like I had fucking worked out or something. Anyway, so I get back in the bed and I lay down and I fall right back to sleep, back into the same fucking dream. 
but this time we're in Las Vegas, and the Jeeps are broke down. And I'm like, what the fuck? How did we go from New Orleans to Las Vegas? And then there's, like, people everywhere, like, running and screaming, and there's, like, yeah. dark clouds on the horizon, and there's, like, lightning and, like, fucking spooky-ass spaceship <laughs> alien lights coming. And I'm like, fuck, fuck this. Man. And Steven's like, we got to get on that bus. And I was like, what bus? I look over, there's this huge charter bus, and I'm like, okay, cool. So we get on the bus, and about that time, we hear an explosion, and I woke up, and I'm like, fuck me. Fuck this dream. <laughs> Tori's laying there, and we're talking, we're chatting. And she's like, okay, I'll wake you up at so-and-so time. And I was like, no, help me get up. Like, I'm having trouble yeah. getting out of bed, obviously. I took some NyQuil the night before, and I was fucking gone. <laughs> it was one of those nights where I slept like 10 hours and 12 hours or some shit. Yeah. So uh, she's like, no, I'll wake you up at this time. I was like, please don't leave the fucking bedroom. I don't want to <laughs> go back to this fucking dream. She closes the door, and that's the last thing I remember. I go right back to the fucking dream. But this time it's night, okay? And we're in like uh in like one of those like backyards that has like a bunch of junked out cars and like tall grass and shit. Yeah. We like we're walking and uh there's like this privacy fence. And on the other side of the privacy fence, we see like a like a bright ass light and there's like fog, like green and white fog everywhere. And Steven's like, "Get down. Get the fuck down." So we all get down. And all of a sudden, we, we see, like, this loud-ass flash, like, and then like, <clears throat> hear a huge bang, like a gun went off. But it was kind of like a like a flash bang in a, in a video game, right? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, in real life, they make them. But yeah. it was like a flash game in a video game. So I'm, like, disoriented. And Steven's like, don't make a single fucking sound. It can hear you. And I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I'm, like, looking through the privacy fence, the cracks in the privacy fence. And I see, like, this fucking demon, like, goblin thing. It's, like, really skinny. But its arms are super long and it's like like bowed out. Like yeah, it's, like yeah. it's been working hunched out. Over it's hunched out and like bowed out, and it's got this creepy ass head, and it's like moving it side to side. And then it like leans in to where I'm sitting, and I'm like trying to hold my breath and not make any noise. Yeah. This fucking thing goes the one hundredth hour, and I just wake up. Bro, I just got goosebumps talking about it. <laughs> Dude, the hundredth hour is gonna be Whitewater Himalayan's breakthrough record. Stop I'm telling you the now. The one hundredth hour. And it's just going to be like, but yeah, it's fucking creeped me out. So, uh, the 100th hour from that dream would be nine 30 Wednesday night. So if you guys don't hear from me after this podcast comes out, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, some like, shit's afoot. I've got the fucking 12 gauge ready. I'm not fucking playing these games. If there's a demon that's telling me premonitions, like I'm fucking, I'm gonna fucking lose my shit. I'm terrified. I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm really, like, actually scared. It's fucking Genuinely wild. Genuinely worried. I've had dreams where, like, like, uh, like I had a dream that I was, like, a friend and her mom was at Costco. Yeah. And I texted her. I was like, what you doing today? She's like, we're at Costco. I was like, stop. I just had a dream that you were at Costco. Yeah. She's like, how yeah. fucking weird is that? And then, like, uh, I texted Allison the other day and said I had a dream about something. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? I just tweeted that. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was some weird shit. I'll see if I can find that. I was, damn it, I don't remember what it was. Does that happen to you often? You dream some shit and, and then it actually there happens. It is. Well, it's happened, you know, enough times for me to be fucking sketched out that a demon whispered the 100th yeah. hour to me. It's happened to me twice, and it was both big fucking things. Mm. Um, the first time I dreamed about September 11th on September 10th. Nope. And I remember that because when I woke up that morning, I was like, no fucking way. Because I had this fucking dream last night about yeah. this shit. You can't, you're no fucking way. And then the second <clears throat> dream I had like that, 
uh, I've got a cousin, second cousin, that committed suicide. And I dreamed that he got ran over. I dreamed like he I dreamed he had a broke foot because somebody ran over his fucking foot. Yeah. Three days later, his wife was backing out of the driveway and he was standing there talking to her and she backed out a little quicker than she meant to and broke his foot because she ran over his fucking foot. That's fucking terrifying. And then a year later, he committed suicide. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, why did I dream that? My dad has dreamed shit. My dad used to predict when it was going to snow. Yeah. Shit you the fuck not. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And we talked about that. It would fucking snow when he would say Every it time. was going to snow. Yeah. And like the older he got, it doesn't work anymore. Plus, it doesn't fucking snow here anymore. Yeah, that too. But, dude, yeah, he used to fucking do that shit. And my dad's always had like a. Uh, well, I'll give you an example. When we lived in England, when we first moved there, one of the houses we were going to move into. Yeah. We walked in this house. And the only thing I remember about it was this room in the center of the house, just a little bitty square kind of room, almost like a vocal booth kind of looking thing. Yeah. Had glass panels all around it that had nothing in there but like a broom and a mop and some shit, mm-hmm. like cleaning supplies. And my dad was upstairs and I was downstairs in, let's see, that was the kitchen by that room. And I was downstairs with my mom and the realtor. And my mom just like got this like chill kind of thing. Nope. And my dad come downstairs and said, let's go, we're leaving. And my dad was like, there's something in that fucking house. We're leaving. We're not buying that one. <laughs> That's fucking spooky as shit. Um, uh, going back to what I was saying, Allison sent me a message because I posted on Facebook. I said, I woke up with a song stuck in my head, but the song's not real. Like, I've never heard the song before. And my dream made up a song. Yeah. And Allison said, anyone else wake up songs stuck in their head in their dreams that are not even real songs, just something your mind unconsciously made up? It's never happened before. And then it happens the same day as Allison. The simulation knows. <laughs> We're in a fucking simulation, y'all. The Vex are doing some shit, I'm telling you. <laughs> Moving them happen. goddamn metal dressers and shit. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Shit got spooky real quick. Greg keeps asking when we're going to talk about aliens. We're going to have to do a movie commentary on that fucking spooky-ass fourth kind movie. I'm not watching that fucking movie. Fuck that movie. Anyway, I'll go stay the night if I'm watching the fucking... You remember that? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't go anywhere. And then we heard some shit on the roof. Nope. Yeah, fuck that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate your fucking patronage. And uh, we have stickers available, but I'm going to... I'm going to say fuck them because they came in super small. I'm just mm. going to give them away. So if anybody wants a sticker, fucking hit me up. Yeah. At least you know comedy show. I plan on working on this a little bit, making it a little different. You going to do some more shit? I'm down. Right, right. Do some fucking seven string guitars. Ooh, oh, shit. Spooky. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening.